Hello, my beautiful queens, and welcome to Queen Creations Radio, your one-stop shop for all things manifestation, fashion, women's empowerment, and all the behind-the-scenes action of Queen Creations design. I am your host and the creative director of Queen Creations, Natasha Mundy. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Queen Creations Radio. This week, we are talking about versions of you and versions of me, and I'm really excited to bring you this podcast. But before I do, I just wanted to remind you, if you haven't already, check out www.queencreationsdesign.com because not only will you find this podcast link there, but you will also find our brand new blog. So I finally released the blog and one of the blog topics on there was a much requested one from Instagram, which is about how I landed my job in luxury retail, even though I didn't have experience in the luxury sector. So I've actually done a 10 step guide of what I actually used um, to secure this position. So if you would like to check it out, make sure you head over to the website and don't forget all of our merchandise is there too. And something that I'm really excited to announce is that I am also going to be bringing you a vlog. So I'm just awaiting getting equipment and then I'm actually going to start documenting my life, putting it in a vlog and putting it on YouTube for everybody to to watch and hopefully enjoy. So if, um, you know, as I said, again, all this will be released out on the website. So if you haven't already, www.queencreationsdesign.com. All right, let's get stuck into versions of you, versions of me. Hello, queens, and thank you so much for joining me once again for another episode of Queen Creations Radio. It means the world to me to have all your support listening to this podcast. Now, I do have some apologies to make because as you might have realized, this podcast is definitely late this week. Um, Typically, the podcast comes out every second Sunday, but when I was meant to record the last podcast, I was actually really, really not well, so I wasn't able to record, but you know, as they say, better late than never. So I hope everyone else is traveling really, really well out there. Here in Australia, we are definitely coming through that change of season. We've just headed into spring and everything is just starting to warm up and just be absolutely phenomenal and beautiful and amazing. And this is like my favorite time of year. So I hope everyone else out there is doing really well. I know, you know, as well, we're still doing it pretty tough and in, still in the midst of this pandemic and being you know in and out of lockdowns and and all that sort of stuff and pressured and and stuff to you know to get a jab not get a jab to have an opinion on the jab not have an opinion on the jab all that sort of stuff but you know at the end of the day I hope that each and every one of you is just doing what is absolutely best for yourself and for your family and for your loved ones you know that's no one can tell you what to do or where to go it's just just be true to you. All right. So I don't know why I went off on that little tangent there, but I did. (laughs) And I, and I don't regret it. Um, so on the podcast today, what I really wanted to talk about and what I'm calling this podcast is versions of you or versions of me. Um, and this is just about, you know, talking about how individuals, you know, have so many different versions of themselves. And I guess what we're talking about today is sort of, I want to talk about people's perceptions, you know, of you, sort of things about sort of personality traits, um, 
you know, looking at yourself and your shadow self and about accepting your whole self. But also, you know, we look at the versions of you over life as well because, you know, life, you know, you, you start as an infant and, and you grow to an adult if you're lucky and you go through many different reincarnations of yourself. So I really wanted to um, to talk about that. So first off, let's talk about people's perceptions of you. Now, in my opinion, this is probably the least important, um, you know, aspect of of yourself because, you know, there's some. My auntie Barb used to have a um, a lovely saying, and I think it's very true. It is none of your business what anybody else has got to say about you, think about you, anything like that. That's their business. That's not your business. And the reason why it's not your business is because I think that we all should be grown up to realize that not everybody is going to get the same version of you um, that you put out there. And a lot of the times the version of you that they get is a reflection on what they put out there as well. Because, you know, like to, you know, for example, for, you know, some people see me as a very, a strong-willed, driven, ambitious, strong, um, ball-breaking, I don't sugarcoat things, like honest, just boom, boom, boom down the line, like no bullshit. There's no bullshit here with me. And, um, you know, and, and I have people who, you know, sort of love a lot of those qualities about me, you know, whether it's that sort of ambition or that drive or that strength, Um you know, that resilience to sort of overcome anything and everything. And and I know for me, like, I tend to be a person who creates a lot of opportunities for myself. But, you know, on the other hand, you know, for every person out there who tells you they like me or that I'm nice, there is the same amount of people on the other hand who don't actually know me um, but, you know, have been on the receiving end of some things that, you know, that might not come across as very nice, you know, like, uh, and I know that in some circles, I definitely, we've all been there, you know, like in some circles that, you know, you mention my name and I'll be like, she is a bitch, an absolute bitch. And you know what? They're right because I am. And, you know, what I'm learning at the moment and something that, you know, would absolutely, um, encourage anyone. So I'm currently reading a book at the moment that's called The Dark Side of Light Chasers. And what this book is about, I have only just started it, but it gives a pretty good gist of what the book is about. Is it about learning to accept all the versions of yourself and that, and not just accept, but love them as well. So, you know, I think that we're always the most critical of ourselves always you know we are our own worst enemy sometimes and you know there's there's things about ourselves that we come to um believe are not good you know like and and whether that's sort of things that you learn from a young age or doing something and i think definitely particularly i mean look i i can only ever speak for my own gender um and I can only ever speak from my own experience, and that's all I ever intend to do. So from my own experience as a woman, I definitely grew up a lot with people telling me not to be bossy, 
you know, like, like bossy was a, like it was a bad thing. Um, and not to be bitchy or, um, you know, don't sort of, you know, almost like don't stick up for yourself. Don't be assertive, you know, like, um, be humble, you know, like, so, you know, people tell you these things and you very quickly as people, we, we start to work out what we think is good and what we think is bad qualities. And, you know, each and each, like each and every one of us definitely feels that we have qualities that aren't great. And what we do with those qualities is we try to suppress those qualities or we try to hide those qualities. Um, so that, you know, what, you know, because we, we have a tendency to be people pleasers. Um, and we want those around us to like us. We want to, we want, you know, our husbands to like us, um, I don't know, family, friends, employees, everything. Like we, we just want to impress and we want people to like us. Um, so what we do to do that is sort of suppress those things that we think are bad. But over my sort of past experience with some of the learnings and things that I've done is realizing firstly, nothing is inherently good or inherently bad. Um, you know, like things have the meaning that we, we put on them, you know, like you could have two people looking at one situation and one's like, wow, look at that opportunity. And the other one's like, oh my God, I can't believe that chapter's over. Like, what am I going to do now? You know, like it's just a matter of sort of perspective, but it's also what we attach to it. And so stepping back and learning not to put attachment to different character, like character traits is something that we could really um, work on and just really learn to embrace those parts of ourselves. So, you know, for me, I guess, and like I said, this is where I was sort of talking about the gender stuff, definitely being, you know, like I, I know that I'm very strong willed. Um, I don't necessarily take no for an answer a lot. Um, if there's not, an opportunity there and I want one I'll create it I can be a ball breaker uh <laughs> you know like and I I'm down the line like I'm I don't sugarcoat things I'm not very good at sugarcoating things probably emotions or something that I'm not necessarily you know great at dealing with and you know these are all sort of qualities or traits that I've always in the past really thought thought to be my downfall as a person um but when in reality when you know like I'm very much about and and I encourage any of you guys to do this too if you've ever got yourself in sort of situations or a mindset or you think like certain character traits that you have are not good is encouraging you to actually reframe that so um Let's say being bossy is, you know, the word bossy is such an old-fashioned word. And, you know, from a kid growing up in the 80s and early 90s, it was definitely a word used for women who were sort of assertive and knew what they wanted and were not afraid to say so. And, you know, and there was these, this word was used to young girls, you know, like, ooh, don't be bossy, um, you know, because in reality – you know, we were looking at society and they were actually just, it was it was a word that was sort of used to keep women sort of in their place, you know, like, because women should be sort of, you know, I'm going to use my little air quotes, demure and 
sort of go along and do what they're told and be pleasant and all those sort of things. You know, women and girls were definitely not encouraged to challenge the system. So bossy is a, like a, is a perfect one. Like when I look at it is this whole time I don't necessarily think that I was bossy, but rather I'm very assertive and I'm very quick to know what I want and how to go after it. So, you know, this whole time I'm sitting here like, oh, God, I can be really bossy and I'm trying to suppress that part of myself, but then I need to reframe it and look, well, what does bossy actually get me? You know, like, so being, you know, like, is there a time in life when it's appropriate to be bossy or to be assertive, you know, like, and, you know, like, and that helps you to sort of embrace it because, you know, like, we've all been through times in life, you know, for example, where you've needed to be assertive for whatever reason. And maybe, you know, maybe being assertive meant saving your life in a particular situation. Maybe being assertive meant that, you know, the mechanic didn't rip you off or maybe, you know, being assertive got you the promotion that you're really busting your ass for, you know, like, so looking at the flip side of these things. So, you know, what are some things that, you know, what are some character traits that you think or have been told that are inherently bad, you know, about yourself? You know, are you too talkative? Do you gossip? Do you, I don't know. I don't know, but but what are they and can you flip it and see what the positive, you know, of that was? You know, they, what's, the, what's the, the other side of that? Because, you know, when we go on a journey, uh, especially sort of a spiritual journey and, and just looking into ourselves is that, you know, like you are a whole, you're not – just bits and pieces, you know, like, and this is like, you know, we see this like represented in life and in nature, you know, there's night, there's day, there's winter, there's summer, you know, there is, there's dusk, there's dawn, you know, these, these things, you know, like, and we don't have one without the other, right? And, you know, and we've come to, to look at the beauty of a sunrise and the beauty of a sunset. And we see them both as being beautiful, you know, where, you know, if you looked on the other side, you'd be like, oh, no, you know, the sunrise is representing there's another hard day at life or the sunset, you know, like, oh, there's closing of a chapter. But we don't look at it that way. We look at this positive, you know, we look at day and night, you know, we get this beautiful night sky and the bright, shining bright stars or we get this beautiful day that's just, you know, full of hope and possibility. So, we do learn to accept both. So why don't we do that within ourselves? Why is it that we don't want to accept the different versions of yourself? I want you to ask yourself that question. Why don't, why don't you accept that about yourself? So from here, sort of what I would really love for people to do is to start writing down some of those, and again, my little air quotes that you can't see, bad qualities, bad character traits. And I want you to flip them. I really want you to reframe them and look at them from a different perspective and look at the, you know, what's the positive about this situation, you know, like this character trait, because it is what makes all of you. Um, 
I think on the other side as well is that we also need to look at who's saying these things and saying that things aren't, you know, like when people make judgments about you, why are they making judgments about you? What is it that they're saying about you and what gives them the power for those words to mean what it is that they mean? That's just a little food for thought because, you know, people can see different character traits and and not appreciate them either, you know, like, you know, there's a difference between and, – and this is the big – and this is the greatest thing and this is the great, great, great – and this is the thing I love most about life, right, is – and one of the greatest sayings is that, like, you're not here to be everybody's cup of tea, you know, or like what did Dita Von Teese used to say? She was, you know, you could be the ripest, most juiciest peach in the world, but there's going to be some asshole out there who doesn't like peaches, right? <laughs> so you're not meant to be for everyone. And and I think this is something that's really important. Like when I was saying earlier about the people pleasing, because that's what we do, is that, Again, it's time to like reframe that a little bit as well. Like what, who are we pleasing? And why don't we hold those standards for other people to be like that for us? Right? Like how about we reframe that? Instead of pleasing people, why don't you have people please you? You know, because, you know, <laughs> like that's crazy. Like why are we doing all this work to get people to like us, but then we're not expecting other people to do work for us to like them and is it not inherently okay that we don't like everyone you know like like i said you know some people like peaches some people don't and you know what that's a okay you may not be everybody's cup of tea and that is also okay um but you know why are we trying to impress the people who don't like tea because they're never going to like tea. They're never going to like, you know, like, and that's the thing. Like, there's going to be people out there who don't like you and they're never going to like you. And why are you too busy trying to impress them? Because it really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what they think. It doesn't matter what they say. It doesn't matter what they do because nothing that you ever do is going to be good enough for these types of people. So this is a little bit too where we need to have a look about is our own self-worth. And we've spoken about self-worth before as well because Everything about you is priceless. Everything about you is invaluable, right? And the moment that you start to realize what it is that you bring to the table, right, and who you are and what your strengths are and, you know, and whether that is reframing what some people might say are bad flaws about you and realizing they're actually character strengths about you, not weaknesses, is the moment when you can just really capture life by the balls right life flips around them because really you know once you start realizing your worth people around you will be then the people that want to be in your life and the people that will want to be around you they start earning their place in your life right because your time your time is the most precious commodity that you have alongside of your kindness, your love, you know, these things are precious and they're not for everyone. And, you know, so you need to realize, you know, who you're inviting to have a seat at your table because, and and the biggest thing as well is you've got to stop letting those motherfuckers sit there for free, right? You cannot, oh, this is probably one of the biggest things that I've done quite recently is I've actually 
I started culling down my Facebook because, you know, things like Facebook is basically like these people who are just people watching in on your life, right? And do you know what? People don't get to see that shit for free, right? If you want to be in my life, you buy a ticket and you take the ride, right? You buy a ticket, you sit down and you watch. But if you are not And when I talk about buying a ticket, you know what I mean by that, right? Is that people who are buying a ticket, they're like your friends, your family, uh, work colleagues, or people who actually give a shit about you. And they give you something in return. They give you friendship. They give you love. They give you guidance. They give you support. They give you, you know, those things that family members and friends, they give you. They, you know, like they're your ride or dies, right? Those people, they're, they're, they're buying their ticket to be a part of your life. And to watch your life unfold. And they're the people who deserve to get there. Other people who want to see you fail, they want to see you fall on your ass, make a dick of yourself, or they want to they want tickets to the show so they, you know, they want their free seat at the table so they can sit there and criticize you behind your back. Uh-uh. No, no, no. Cullum, 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 cullum. Right? Because life is about. And we've spoken about this before, about what you consume, who you consume, your environment, what you choose to surround yourself with. So if you, you know, you know, if you waste time on those people who don't deserve to be at your table and don't want to pay for the ticket to be there, well, your life's going to be miserable because you're always going to be trying to impress these people, people who don't want to be there. So, you know, this is that sort of thing as well. And this comes along, like I said, with that self-acceptance. When you start to accept every part of you exactly as you are, like you are the motherfucking miracle, right? You are a miracle. There's, there's nothing else. You are an actual miracle. The chances of you even being born to begin with and, you know, and then coming out exactly who as you are right now. Like there is not one single person in this world that is like you. Like just take that in for a moment. There is not one person in this world who is exactly like you. You are unique. You are special. Right? And you need to treat yourself that way as well. And you need to change that mindset so that you start realizing that you are special and when you start realizing that you are special and that you are here for a purpose you are here for a reason and then you start to get in touch with working out what that reason is you get to grow and evolve and you create this life that is again a miracle you know a life that not there's not one other person in this world who's going to get to live your life they won't get the opportunities that you get you know, because they can't, because they're not made up the same as what you're made up to be. And this is what we talk about, you know, like those versions of you. There is so many versions of you. And this happens over time because as people, we are constantly evolving and changing and growing. And we go through different phases in our life, you know, and each of those phases, you know, is a different story to tell. And each different phase of your life requires a different version of you as well. 
All right. So, you know, and I honestly, I honestly got to believe this, you know, like if you met me 12 months ago and you haven't seen me since, you don't know who I am now because I'm, I am not the same person that I was 12 months ago. You are not the same person that you were 12 months ago. Your life changes so much on a day-to-day basis that it does. You change who you are on that day-to-day basis to, and we do this to one survive where we are not just to survive where we are but to thrive where we are and that's why we're talking about that full self-acceptance you know the shadow and the light and accepting both of those about yourself because that's when you thrive but then also you know the situation's changing you change and you adapt and you evolve to those as well so and and I think you know that's part of the reason why I was drawn to do this podcast and on this topic today because I see the way that my business is changing and how I'm pivoting you know my sort of life you know here I am you know for the past three years all I've talked about is being a fashion designer now why I still want to do that I don't want to do it right now and I'm totally okay with that because right now I'm the woman who is heading back to full-time work for the first time in I don't know seven years because right now I'm money driven I am driven uh, financially because I'm building my house and I want that to be this epic sort of sanctuary. So that's what's driving me at the moment. And what's also, you know, what I'm wanting to explore as well, you know, like I said, for the past three or four years, I've been that head heavy, head down and just into fashion school. And there's things that I haven't gotten to do along the way. Like I haven't gotten just to make myself a dress just because I want to. And now I can, you know, and that's something that's so exciting. And to actually go on a journey and really explore my craft. But while I'm doing that, there's other things that now by not going to fashion school that's allowed me to do is now I get to explore some of the other things that I'm really interested in and have been for a little while and have thought about doing but never wanted to say it out loud or never wanted to follow it because I didn't think that I could. But now I'm like, fuck it fuck it. Now I'm going after it because now is the time. So although I'm working, you know, full-time in, in luxury retail, which I absolutely love and I'm thriving in. And that experience of working in the store that I work is changing who I am. Um, and for, you know, and for the positive, you know, like, and it's just, you know, changing my world and I'm allowing it, which is really exciting because that's the other thing as well is like with these versions of you, we get to choose what we allow and what we don't allow and we get to choose what changes we want to make and what we don't want to make as we, you know, go through with that. So, you know, doing that, but so, you know, like for me, like where I am now, it's like, you know what I really want to explore in the meantime, while I'm waiting for my studio space to be built when my house is built and, you know, have my space back, that gives me 12 months to explore content creating, you know, I'm influencing, being online and I love it. And it's something that I've always loved. And it's always funny because even when I was like wrestling that, I always joked, oh my God, you know, with the crazy life that I live, that it would actually make a pretty funny and out there reality show. So, you know, but I never like, oh, that's just crazy. That's just silly. Well, now I get to blog. Now I get to vlog, which is something that I'm really looking forward to. And 
I'll be getting my camera as soon as I can and just really starting on that because I love that content creation. I love filming things. I like directing things. I like starring in things. So for now, you know, that's the version of me at the moment is exploring a different avenue. And I guess my point of sharing that with you is that it's okay to change paths and it's okay to grow and to change as a person. And nobody expects you to be the same person that you were 12 months ago. You know, if I look at my best friend, for example, she's not the same person that she was 12 months ago. You know, she went from being, um, you know, a mother, a mother to an only boy like me, And, you know, and now she's a mum of two and that has completely changed who she is. And so like, and not like so much for the better, like she's just, she's a different woman now, you know, like there's something for her about having a second child that she's just brought this re, like this new sense of confidence in being a mother, in being a woman, like, and just now she knows what's important and you know, like, and I've seen her just, you know, go from instead of going back to full-time work, she's now negotiated for part-time because now she's learning to balance her time. I could not be more proud of her. I honestly, I could not be more proud of, you know, watching her grow. And, you know, this is a thing with the versions of you and the versions of me is, is beautiful. When you get to be a part of somebody's journey and you get to, watch them grow and evolve and change, like it is a really beautiful thing. And for some people it's an intimidating thing and it's a scary thing. And some that's what I mean, and this is what I'm talking about. Be careful who has the tickets, those front row tickets, who's who's be careful who you're inviting to the table. Be careful, you know, make sure that whoever is meant to be there is paying their tickets to be there. All right. Because Otherwise, there's people out there who are not going to appreciate the different versions of you. Like if you, for example, a great one is about boundary setting. And we've spoken about setting boundaries before. But, you know, sometimes if you're not surrounded by the right people, the moment that you start putting boundaries in place that respect you and your time and, you know, what you value, so, you know, whether it's inner peace or, you know, whatever it is, the moment that you start setting boundaries, they're like, oh, you've changed. And they make it out to seem like it's a really negative thing. And it's really not because, you know, it should be, wow, you've changed. You've grown. I love who you're growing into as a person, you know, because you get to be a part of their journey and you should really honor that when you're a part of someone else's journey. So not just your own journey, but your other journey you know, I re- really would, you know, encourage you guys to maybe look at a journal prompt, you know, like if, you, if you're into journaling or something like that, or if you're not into journaling, maybe just a little bit of reflection about who was I 12 months ago? Who am I now? What's the difference? What have I learned? How have I changed? Who do I want to be? How do they live their life? What does that version of me look like who has all the goals? You know, like, so what does the version of me look like who has achieved all the goals that I want to achieve? What does that look like? Because when we go inwards to think about this stuff is such a beautiful thing. And it's just really where the growth happens in your own life. And I really, 
really encourage you to just have a look at that and to accept all the versions of you and you know look back like I can look back at the different phases of my life and I look back at them fondly you know and like and if I start from being like really little you know there was a Spice Girls phase there was a calisthenics phase there was definitely a netball phase um you know then we sort of there was the awkward teenager phase there was definitely sort of the grungy like uh you know well I guess it might be cool it wasn't emo when I was younger it was more grungy and the sort of depressed teenage phase then there was the party phase um you know and then I've like I've been going through a phase or you know like with different sports and I was surfing you know the surfing phase the wrestling phase you know and it was the fashion design phase and now it's the content creating phase and the luxury phase and you know like they're all these and they're not phases they're chapters of my life and I look at them fondly and I look at them so fondly that I tattoo them on my damn arm so that I remember each part of my life because it is a journey, it is a story, it is beautiful and your life is beautiful and this includes the good and the bad because, you know, I haven't sat here with a life with a, you know, been handed a life with a silver spoon in my hand. God, no, you know, I've dealt with mental illness. I have dealt with, you know, my father being a paraplegic, I have, you know, parents splitting up and domestic violence and all this sort of stuff. I've been through the absolute ringer <laughs> and I, you know, like, but with this inner work and learning about the self-acceptance and that, like, I, I don't know, there, there was times when I was, there was times when I was weak. There was times when, you know, like, I just didn't, there was times in my life where I didn't think that I would see 21 or 22 or yet alone 25. Um, there, and, you know, these times, you know, like, and I like suffered major depression as I was younger, manic depression when I was younger. And, you know, I look back on, on who I was, you know, I was a high school dropout. Like I just, you know, was going to be lucky if I was even going to get a job, you know, and, now I, you know, and then, and yes, I can look at things now. I'm like, yes, I'm building my house and all that sort of stuff, which is so, so exciting. But I'm doing that at nearly 40. You know, should have been, should have been doing that at 30, maybe. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I can stand back and I can look back on my life and look back on who I was as a person. I can see the growth and the change and the journey. And like, I'm, I can sit here and I can tell you good sides and bad sides and well, you know, and they're not bad sides because I accept those. I accept them as who I am and I can look back and I know, like I'm proud. I'm proud of where I've come from. I'm proud of where I am right now. But I want you to be able to do that too. I want you to be able to look back on your own life And this is why I'm saying if we do it as a little activity, you know, just look back at the last 12 months and look back at your life and go, wow, I did that. Then look at the last five years of your life and look at what you've achieved, what you've done, how you've grown, how you've changed. And, you know, and look at like who you are as a person. You know, you have so much to be proud of. And and I'm telling you, accept it as a whole except the good and the bad because they absolutely are what make you you, okay? Those traits that people are tell you are not bad, that comes from their own point of view. That's not your point of view, you know, 
Are people saying you're bossy or are they, um, you know, or they say that you're intimidating or are they just intimidated? Think about that. You know, like, are they scared of you shining bright because they dim their own light? You know, that it's food for thought here. You've got to, you know, like this is why we have to get out of that habit of people pleasing and come and love and accept all the versions of ourselves. All right, I've gone on so much about this already tonight. And look, I just want to thank each and every one of you for listening into the podcast, joining me on the podcast. Like it just, it means the world to me. And every fortnight when I put a new episode out, it's just getting more and more followers and listeners. And that is just so exciting. Now, I do want you to remember as well, like, you know, as much of my podcast as me here, you know, talking about my experiences, like, this is for you guys too, because basically, you know, I wish that I had learned what I know now or what I've learned in the past 12, 12 months, two years, three years. I wish I had learned what I know now way back when I was so much younger. And so if I can help just even one person with a little tidbit of information that they might find helpful in their own lives, my job here is done. Like my job here is absolutely done because, you know, if I I was really blessed growing up that I had I had my Auntie Barb, which I've mentioned before, and she would always impart her little words of wisdom and would always talk me through, you know, little life situations. And, you know, like if I could do that for one other person out there and just have you not have to make a mistake that I made in life, you know, amazing, absolutely amazing. All right, queens, I want you to go out there and slay. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode of Queen Creations Radio. Now, just remember, to help us grow, the easiest thing that you can do is actually share this episode with somebody. Make sure you subscribe. We really appreciate all the support. And if you want to rep any of the Queen Creations merch, just jump online to www.queencreationsdesign.com.